1: You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought provoking, opinion leading, and funny show in America on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show.
2: It is The Rob Carson Show. It's already uh, Wednesday, it's Hup Day, and there is much to be spoken of today. Yesterday, there was a good deal of uh, chatter a good deal of finger-pointing, a good deal of blame with regard to the school shooting at the uh, Nashville Christian Academy and the Covenant School is what it's called. And um, I'm going to start off the show by not pointing fingers and not assigning blame. I'm just going to remember some people to start the show today. First and foremost, Evelyn DeKaus, nine years old, this is from her parents. We cannot believe this has happened. Evelyn was a shining light in the world. We appreciate all the love and support and ask for space as we grieve. This little girl, by the way, this little nine-year-old girl attempted to alert teachers and other children to the threat that was being uh, uh, happening. She uh, went and pulled the fire alarm and alerted the rest of the school that something was going on and she lost her life doing that. Clay Stoffer, a senior minister at Woodmont Christian Church, which is next to the school, said there are types, all types of uh, situations in life where it does cause us to question about and doubt our faith, but I also tell them in these situations, as horrible as they are, I believe God shows up in the community. Stoffer intimated the decals made God's presence known to her uh, in her apparent love for her peers and corresponding effort to alert them to the danger. Evelyn made an impact on the world, and she will continue to. DeKaus's grieving sister is a fifth grader set to be baptized in a few weeks. She said, I don't want to be an only child. Mike Hill 61 years old. Hill is survived by seven children. Marquita Oglesby, Brittany Hill, Shakita, Dobbins, Ebony Smith, Joshua Smith, Tawana Smith-Garner, and Jeremy Smith. And his 14 grandchildren, according to his family. He liked to cook and spend time with his family, He said, uh, the family said to ABC. As we grieve and try to grasp any sense of understanding of why this happened, we continue to ask for support. We pray. ...for the Covenant School and are so grateful that Michael was beloved by the faculty and students who filled him with joy for 14 years. Catherine Kuntz was the head of the Covenant School, according to police. Cindy and Maria and Catherine Kuntz were all teachers at the same school and had been family friends for decades. Tennessee Governor Bill Lee and his wife Maria were best friends with Catherine Kuntz. Catherine Kuntz, according to the New York Post, ran toward the shooter before she was killed. She headed straight for the school shooter before she was gunned down. Catherine Kuntz was in the middle of a Zoom call. When she heard gunshots, she immediately ended the Zoom call and ran to confront the shooter. The 60-year-old headmaster was among the six victims killed by shooter Audrey Hale. Immediately jumped to action. She ended the call, got up, headed for the shooter. She did what principals and headmasters do. She protected her children. There was evidence of a confrontation because of the way she was lying in the hall- hallway. Nashville police say, I did not uh, know she was in the hallway her- by herself. There was a confrontation, I'm sure. Cynthia, Pe- Cynthia Peake, 61 years old. Cindy Cindy was a pillar of the community and a teacher beloved by all of her students. Her favorite roles in life were being a mom to her three children, a wife to her husband, and an educator to students. We'll never stop missing her. We are grateful for the hope of heaven. She never wavered in her faith, and we know she is wrapped in the arms of Jesus, according to her family. Our hearts go out to the victims' families as we grieve this horrific tragedy. And again, Tennessee Governor Billy and his wife were best friends. And Haley Scruggs, Haley was nine years old. She was a third grader at the Covenant School and classmates with Evelyn Deakhouse, who was also killed, according to her father, Chad Scruggs. Chad Scruggs is the senior pastor at the Covenant Presbyterian Church, which shares a uh, location with the Covenant School. He described his late daughter as such a gift. We are heartbroken. Through tears, we trust that she is the arms of Jesus who will raise her to life once again. Two other names I want to mention, and maybe you saw or heard their actions yesterday. Police officers Michael Colazzo and Rex Engelbrecht. They were a couple of the officers who went into the school door to door and ended the shooting spree very quickly. It's interesting because there's been a lot of compare and contrast with the Uvalde shootings and the police response there, and a lot of police and a lot of the, the chief of uh, police in Uvalde have been fired. And some people are cowards. Some people are so afraid that they are immobilized. Does that make that ca- them cowards? It depends on the situation. But there can be room for neither of those when it comes to a situation like this. And these two men, Michael Colazzo and Rex Engelbrecht, I want you to think about this. Because it's never, uh, or very rarely, that you get up in the morning and your job, you kiss your sig other goodbye, knowing that there's a really good chance you, your life could end in a myriad of ways that things could change. Neither one of these police officers, when they got up, expected to respond to a, uh, a, shooting, a school shooting situation, but they put on their gear, and they went to work, and they were called out, and the entire shooting incident ended 14 minutes later. I'm gonna play the audio of them approaching the shooter, discovering the shooter, and taking the shooter down. Now there are many people in our audience who are veterans, and I would assume that many of you who served in Afghanistan or Iraq know what it's like to go door to door searching for the enemy, knowing every time that door is open there could be someone there on the other side who could take you down. I can't imagine what that feels like what i saw yesterday from these police officer was no hesitation as they charged into a situation that could have ended their lives like that and so the reason why i'm starting the show like this is because there's so much noise when things like these happened and yesterday it started Almost immediately afterwards with Corinne Jean-Pierre immediately calling for a ban of a rifle that wasn't used in this shooting. I'll get to that in a second. And Joe Biden deliriously talking about ice cream before launching into another anti-Second Amendment screed. And then people like Eric Swalwell immediately fundraising off of it literally hours later. And for God's sake, can we just for a moment stop and think about the kids and think about the heroic efforts of those who confront situations like this every day? Yesterday, Corinne Jean-Pierre thanked the first responders. Wouldn't say police because, I mean, you wouldn't want to say police because the Democrat Party has been on the offensive against police for years. But here is the, an abridged version of the body cam footage. I believe this is from Michael Colazzo, as they uh, found the shooter and took the shooter out.
3: Go, go stairs, go stairs, go. Go, 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 go,
4: go, go. Go, 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 go. Go. One more, one more,
3: one down. Keep pushing. Go. Go, 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 go! Shots fired, shots fired, shots fired, move.
2: This is when they located the shooter.
5: Right, right, right.
2: That is the shooter's weapon firing on police cars below.
5: Push with LPVO. push with LPVO. go right.
3: Move, move. Watch out, watch out. Stop moving! Stop moving! (laughs) Watch left, watch left. Suspect down, suspect down.
2: Unbelievable. Michael Colazzo, Rex Engelbrecht, this is their job. What do you do for a living? When you're screaming about the police or you're complaining about this and that, what do you do for a living? These two guys as part of their job, <laughs> you know, here's what I do. Turn on the mic do some research, talk about stuff. I don't do anything like this. These are extraordinary people. And they are not well compensated for what they do. Because I can't think of anything in the world, any amount of money in the world that I could be paid to do what they do for a living. But they go in and they do it. Every single day, on top of all of the other things they experience. And when you look at a police officer, you you realize that there is somebody who has seen things you can only imagine. We focus on soldiers who experience PTSD, and we should. But realize that officers like this arrive on domestic violence scenes and arrive on accident scenes and see things that you can only imagine and probably sit in silence at home without showing a great deal of emotion, and they hold it in, and they say a prayer, and they go to sleep, and the next day they get up and do the whole thing all over again. So, Michael Colazzo, Rex Ingelbrecht, thank you. Evelyn Diekhaus, thank you. Mike Hill, thank you. Catherine Kuntz, you're a hero. Cynthia Peake, thank you. Haley Scruggs, God bless you and thank you. The number, if you'd like to call in today, is 800-922-6680. We're going to get into the modus operandi of the shooter, the uh, movement in this country that is very, very left of center that appears to be driving people to the brink of insanity. We will get to that. Uh, Also, we've got, uh, well, it's grilling season on Capitol Hill, and yesterday on the menu was Alejandro Mayorkas, and he looked like a complete and utter incompetent and corrupt buffoon. We'll get to all of that in your phone calls. Here's the number. It's 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. guys the madness is upon us. Make your march a moneymaker with my bookie. Getting started is easy. Visit my bookie online at mybookie dot website slash Rob Carson Show. Use promo code Carson to receive a deposit bonus up to one thousand bucks. Grab your extra funds now and, for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at big money. If you're the type of person who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that, too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at a life-changing amount of money. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and win, like MyBookie. Remember, visit MyBookie online at MyBookie.website slash Rob Carson Show. Use promo code Carson to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's MyBookie.website slash Rob Carson Show. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.
1: The D.C. Swamp has divided us. It's time to come together to fight for America as founded. It's the Rob
2: Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show. Here's the number. It is 800 uh, uh, Much on the plate today, so let's get chowing, shall we? Uh, surveillance photographs and video footage shows the 28-year-old uh, 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 suspect who attacked the Nashville Christian School was using a carbine rifle, which fires pistol rounds, not an AR-15 a lot of uh, a lot of talk about the fact that the 28-year-old is transgender and it wouldn't be a big deal if there hadn't been so much trans insanity in the country in the last couple of years and every time that someone says anything against the possibility of transitioning a child a child which has been happening around the country, taking children and saying, Oh, uh, yeah, the problem with your child is not uh, ADD, not depression, it's there in the wrong body. And then we have adults who will say, Okay, well, let's just go ahead and uh, make them into walking wounded eunuchs for the rest of their life. That'll do it. Now, I wasn't going to approach this story from that angle until I saw the day of rage in Washington, D.C. in front of the, uh, the Supreme Court, that is expected. I wouldn't have said anything about this had one of my best friends in broadcasting been driven for broadca- from broadcasting for just suggesting a couple of years ago that those who choose to think they can change their gender might have a mental illness. And I've seen this happen again and again and again and again. One of the many things you cannot say, one of the many things that if you speak out against are misinformation and disinformation. Just line them all up, and those are all government-sponsored. Everything that is called misinformation and disinformation has been surgically targeted by our deep state. There is no doubt about it. They spell out their agenda, and they spell out who they want to crush by what they label and what they shut down. This is uh, Rob uh, Schmidt last night, and uh, Rob Schmidt does a terrific show on Newsmax, 7 o'clock Eastern Time, and here is what he had to say, and it is a thoughtful monologue, it is a uh, truthful monologue, and it is well said.
6: For the record, there is absolutely no assault happening on trans people in this country. It is the gaslight of all time. You're being told attempts to curb perversions are an assault on their existence, which is the equivalent to believing that laws against drinking and driving are equivalent to prohibition.
2: That is a uh, brilliant analogy.
6: But in America's victim culture, naturally the trans community believes what the media tells them. Check out this planned rally for this weekend at the Supreme Court, a trans day of vengeance. That's Antifa's work right there. Yeah, by the way, it's still on.
2: Okay, to show you how uh, brazen the left is, uh, they're going to still go ahead and call it the trans day of vengeance, even though a transgendered individual just murdered a bunch of people.
6: Stop transgenocide right there in the white line. It's a genocide now. Preventing kids from destroying their body before they're old enough to understand what's happening to them is genocide.
2: Those who choose to believe absurdities can commit atrocities. One of the absurdities is there is a massive movement against trans people and a massive uh, transgender genocide. That's nonsense. If it were true, where are all the
6: stories in the news? Why? Because if it's a genocide, any response is warranted. Aha! destroy the entire city burn the entire country down burn the court down kill the conservative justices it's all on the table because it's now apparently a genocide these are the same actors as summer of 2020 cops are murdering black people destroy the country it doesn't matter if it's true or not The media goes right along and spreads the same message. They're all in tandem together. Dangerous actors are operating inside your country, spreading lies to incite violence, and many of them are operating within the realm of the mainstream media.
2: Those who believe uh, absurdities can commit atrocities. That is Voltaire. And doesn't it make sense? Yeah. And here, of course, I mean immediately after the shooting is Corinne Jean Pierre, the mousy Marxist who never tells the truth, the White House spokesperson.
7: How many more children have have to be murdered before Republicans in Congress will step up and act to pass the assault weapons ban? To close loopholes in our background in our in our background check system. Or to require the safe storage of guns. We need to do
2: something. Responsible gun owners do store their weapons safely.
7: Once again, the president calls on Congress to do something before another child is senselessly killed.
2: What was one of the first things that Joe Biden talked about when he was a president? Assault rifle ban. Now, he was part of an assault rifle ban back in the 1990s that was ultimately repealed, and it did nothing. Nothing at all to quell mass shootings. Not one thing. But he had that argument locked and loaded because he looks at uh, what is he considers a, an assault weapon as a weapon of war, which, by the way, is guaranteed by the Second Amendment. It is. The Founding Fathers just fought off the most powerful government in the history of the world using their own weapons of war. They did not craft the Second Amendment saying, oh, yeah, we want to do it for turkey hunting. Yeah. Surveillance photographs uh, of the shooting show the suspect was not using an AR, but rather using a carbine possessed. uh, It was a uh, used nine millimeter or a 40 caliber handgun round. So it was essentially uh, a handgun with a stock. NPR reported the attacker used a handgun 2 AR style guns. She had a carbine. It's not an AR rifle. It's an AR pistol and a handgun. Gun activist David Hogg, who knows nothing about guns and wasn't in the school shooting <clears throat> when it happened, but on his bike outside, has been pushing for a ban on AR-15 rifles in the days since the attack on the Christian school in Nashville. The AR-15-style rifle is a weapon of choice for nations, the nation's deadliest shooters. The problem is, the pistol carbine is 150 years old. It's been around since 1878. It's not an assault rifle we're going to get into a little bit more of this and your calls as well 800-922-6680 bob you will be up first this is a wednesday edition of the rob carson show
0: uh, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on
1: Here's to a record-setting president. Joe Biden, setting record low approval ratings. What the Democrats have put our nation through, it is a sad day. It's the Rob Carson Show.
8: We must be stronger, more determined, and more committed to saving America than the MAGA republics are destroying America. The MAGA Republicans don't just
3: threaten our personal rights and economic security. They're a threat to our very democracy. They refuse to accept the will of the people.
8: You and 81 million Americans voted to save our democracy. Donald Trump isn't just a former president. He is a defeated former president. How many uh,
2: MAGA conservatives have committed uh, mass shootings since Joe Biden has been... Uh, shrieking about them for the last three years. Anybody? Anybody? Hands up. Anybody? Anybody? No. Oh, no, they don't. No. They always try to with these mass shootings happen. They always say, oh, they're, they're Trump Republicans. And then they find out, no, no, they're just leftists. Pulse nightclub, that was another transgendered shooting. I'm not saying this about just about transgender. I'm talking about it. it's insanity is what it is. It's all about insanity. And uh, we're going to get into a little bit on uh, on the mania that has swept the country. None of this is organic. The, the mania that has swept the country with the uh, radical LGBTQIA community where they would literally threaten to uh, shut down Netflix or walk off the job because Dave Chappelle literally talked about a transgendered individual who is a friend who killed herself because she was mentally ill and he befriended this person allowed her actually literally do an hour on stage before him and because Dave Chappelle made a transgender joke he had to be burned down didn't work J.K. Rowling almost you know went into hiding she's been banned from speaking speakers have to be uh, defended on campus or or have to leave with security guards if you say anything about the fact that it is not possible to truly change your gender or your biological sex. It's not possible. But if you just say the truth, then you get shut down. You get shut down, you get screamed at, and then ultimately violence happens. And it's been happening against speakers around the world. Uh, It has been happening. You know, the lips of TikTok, it shows the insanity. It shows the insanity of the radical left that has hijacked the LGBTQ and trans movement. And this, I'm just saying, because I I have no animus towards gay people. I have no animus towards trans people. Anybody who knows me knows this. But your movement or your identity are being hijacked. And it's not going to help. Now, I'm going to look in the paper here real quick. I don't really have a paper. But I'm looking through news stories this morning, and is there any sort of repercussions for people who who hate trans people this morning? Have trans people been uh, pulled from their homes and beaten? Have they been taken from their cars and beaten? No. No. Uh, Is there a massive increase in the number of anti-trans violent incidents in the country? No. In fact, it's lower than the general population. So... If you're going to pick this fight, I'm going to fight back. And if you're going to scream at me that you're transphobic, you don't understand, then I'm going to fight you back. And I'm going to say that I'm not meaning to disparage anybody, but we have to confront nonsense with truth. Let's go to Bob in Parkville. Hello there, Bob. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today?
9: Good afternoon, my friend. I'm doing your... I want to say, say to start with, this Sunday is my birthday.
2: Oh, happy birthday, bro. How Sunday many is this one?
9: 86 years old. I was born alone on a Palm Sunday.
2: God bless you, brother, seen, and uh, happy birthday. And, oh, God bless you, my friend. I
9: have seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yes, sir. And this, what, this tragedy and all the tragedy that happened because of these mad people, it's a mental problem. No question yeah. about it. And the Democrats, if you recall, in the 60s, Shut down those mental institutions took, to, to, took these young, know, unfortunate people and put them in group homes, if you recall that. Yeah. That's when this all started. Yeah. I can tell you this, I, I, my sympathy and my heart go out to the to, the, to the three young girls and, and the three adults, and the, especially the headmaster, the mistress there. She ran towards the maniac to try to take her down, and she, yeah. she paid with her life. These, I remember. uh, My favorite western was Shane. Was Alan right? Oh yes. And he told Brandon, the world of a little boy, a gun is only as good as the person who's using it. -hmm. I remember that all my life. Of course, that was fiction, but it's a truism when you think about it. Oh yes. Uh, The. all these people, the uh, mothers, the fathers, and brothers and sisters, and so forth, have to suffer because of this one stupid maniac did this to them. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I just say this in closing, my friend. I was touched so much it was tears coming to my eyes when you were talking. Thank you, brother. You, you, uh, this is as Churchill said during World War II about England. This is your finest hour.
2: Bob, I tell you what, my brother, that means a lot for me. And I know you've called before, and I've heard you on our anchor station, WCBM. And that is the most uh, wonderful, thoughtful call I could ever imagine uh, on an incident like this. And I want to wish you a very uh, happy birthday and a glorious Easter season and a glorious uh, uh, Palm Sunday. Okay, brother?
9: Well, you take care of yourself what's more to those... Who lost these children and the, and the adults? Uh, I cried for you. I really did. All right,
2: brother. Thanks for calling, care man. Yourself. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. So here's the thing, and 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 here we go again. And uh, uh, last night it was alluded to on uh, the popular media. I was checking it out, and I and I said yesterday, <clears throat> and I and I used uh, the the uh, expression. Uh, intentionally, the Democrats always have their politics locked and loaded. And they wait, and they wait until something happens. And when something happens, that's how we're able to spring into action with talking points ready to go in the middle of a tragedy. I mean, in the middle of the tragedy, it used to be a wait a day. It used to be you wait a couple of days. Now it happens in real time, and it shows you uh, how soulless these people are. Uh, Right now, they are anti-Second Amendment, okay? So they are anti-Second Amendment, and they have to distill their argument into one weapon. That is the AR-15, that is the assault rifle. They don't know what the hell it is, but they know that it is a weapon that uh, uh, gives people an enormous amount of strength, when it comes to defending themselves. So they have to get rid of it. They'd like to get rid of all weapons. Don't give them, You know this as well as I do. But they have it locked and loaded. When it comes to freedom of speech, uh, they use the word disinformation and misinformation now to shut down the First Amendment. And, and as always, the left and the government, they are the institutions that decide what is true, even if it's not truth. That has been shown with regard to covid and this is the latest it is oh yeah it was an ar-15 it was an assault rifle well no no it was a pistol caliber carbine now i i'm not an expert on these weapons i've just done some research on them i am a gun owner i do not have an ar i do not have what is called an assault weapon i have several guns but not these The pistol carbine is 150 years old. Most shooters will think the term refers to only modern uh, firearms, but the notion of a carbine that fired handgun ammunition actually goes back to the beginning of cartridge use. 1878, when Colt brilliantly added the 4440 chambering to uh, Winchester rifle to their revolver line, the pistol carbine was born. The pistol pistol caliber carbine was born. Now uh, the Cowboys could have a... uh, a revolver and a long gun that shot the same cartridge even the firearm chambered for the same cartridge such as a nine millimeter the carbine is normally a good bit more powerful it's the same bullet but velocity in the longer barrel is higher that's what it is so it is not an assault rifle if you know more about guns than i do and chances are you do 800 But here is uh, Joy Behar in her typical fashion uh, shooting her mouth off. Yes, used deliberately again about something she knows nothing about.
7: This is what this is all about, the gun lobby. All these people who are selling guns, they make a lot of money off of children's deaths apparently in this country.
2: Now, it's an absolute falsehood one thousand percent wrong
7: worrying about you know other people books baloney items this they will not do
2: anything about it by the way thank you joe biden for trying to to put the the ban on those assaults this is not the fault of the second amendment and it is not the fault of legal gun owners
7: weapons which i should also point out that after a mass shooting in australia in nineteen ninety six If they enacted a mandatory gun buyback and collected 700,000 privately owned guns.
2: Mm -hmm. A mandatory gun buyback. That is the antithesis of the Second Amendment and that country doesn't have it.
7: Since then there has been just one mass shooting, which was four people,
4: Mm
7: -hmm. uh, and, and, and gun homicides have decreased by 60%. It can be done. It can be done. I wish they would stop jumping around and dancing around everything, but the guns, it's the guns.
2: That's the thing. No, it's not the guns. It's the mental illness. That's it. If it were the guns, then every person who owns one of the 350 million firearms in the country would be a threat. Here's a little more ignorance on display. This from our DHS secretary, Alejandro Mayorkas, who has presided over the worst illegal invasion in our country's history that puts our sovereignty and your safety in jeopardy. He was also providing over the Department of Homeland Security, which created a disinformation bureau that would shut down all information contrary to. To the government's truth. That is absolutely true. It is a wide uh, web of corruption and money. We've discovered it with uh, the Twitter files, among other things, with the Hunter Biden laptop story, with the Russia collusion hoax, etc. Here is Senator John Kennedy asking Alejandro Mayorkas, the DHS secretary, about assault weapons that the left wants to ban.
3: Secretary, do you agree with the president? President, that we should ban the private ownership of assault weapons in America? Senator, I do. What is an assault weapon?
8: It is, for example, an AK-47.
3: Can you give me a definition other than just pointing to a specific weapon? Would there be other weapons besides an AK-47 you would ban? Uh,
8: There uh, very well are. And I remember when I was a federal prosecutor uh, in the Central District of California.
2: This is a distraction from the answer he doesn't have.
8: California, from <laughs> September 25, 1989 to, uh. I believe it was, April 2001. And I thank you for uh, your all service, of the, but if all you could the law enforcement, question. The, the vast majority of law enforcement officers, uh, leaders uh, with whom I worked. He's still not answering the question. Uh, uh, we're uh, <laughs> greatly in support of the assault weapons Mr. ban. Chairman, you know of- why
3: we get so frustrated with you. Because you won't give straight answers. I
8: think I just did. No, you
2: didn't. He did not give a straight answer. Uh, here is uh, the the main guy on this show. He used to be called the Young Turks. Remember that Young Turk? I always I only never knew about the Young Turks until the night that uh, Hillary Clinton got beaten in 2016, and they all cried. And this big fat uh, person, I'll just call him the Young Turds. Uh, he he was crying on camera. Was, and he's he goes bananas and uses profanity. I think his like his name like Uyghur Jones or something, whatever. Anyway, here he is. Uh, talking about banning weapons and again uh, abject ignorance of everything i'll be a little bit of a hypocrite here but it's not i'll explain why i'm saying it. i don't like guns i would ban assault weapons in a second i we can go
10: on and on about the gun control that we need in this country and i always tell people don't
2: get guns it'll make you less safe (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to make an exception here. In, in Chicago, if you have a if you have a gun, you are you're, you're less safe. Uh, not if you're a legal uh, firearm owner and a responsible one. For, for trans people, they are actually in danger they have had hundreds of laws passed against them they have right wing media ginning up fear against them it is not against the transgendered it is about keeping transgenderism and the uh, the fallacy of changing your gender from school children you jerk 24/7 they are targeted more than any other group in america no they're not and if anyone should get guns it should be trans-americans okay so he's saying they can get uh, guns but not you and me and finally here is uh, randy Weingartner, who is a teachers union president who presided over the massive failure of american schools and the destruction of millions of children's lives by extending the covid nonsense
7: today we renew our call for common sense gun safety legislation including a ban on assault weapons. This is an epidemic.
2: It's- no, it's not. It's all a lie. And if you just slow down, shut up and listen, you, you discover the truth. Let's take a break. We've got Christopher coming up. Vincent, you hold on. This is The Rob Carson Show.
1: Ain't freedom of expression great? To follow Rob Carson on social media, go to Truth Social Getter Facebook and Twitter at Rob Carson Show.
2: Uh, If you want to check out the opening monologue of the show today that uh, our friend Bob referred to a few minutes ago. Go to my Rumble channel. and have a video channel so you can see my lovely face and hear my lovely commentary. <clears throat> it's Rumble at Rob Carson Show. It'll, of course, be on the podcast later today with all of the uh, sundry entertainment and information that I give you. Uh, just go to Newsmax.com slash, uh, slash listen. Slash listen. That's what you got to listen to. There you go. So um, uh, let me see. I've got some more audio I want to get to here with regard to. Oh, this is kind of interesting. Um, so we've seen this uh, massive movement um, with regard to transgenderism. It, it is not organic. Uh, we originally, people said, uh, you know, that transgenderism was uh, was a mental illness uh, and, and it was addressed as such. And then it became verboten to say that somebody who just decides to change gender, which is not possible, is completely normal. All right. And now we have uh, the radical left in this country has, has been picking a fight with Americans uh, for several years now, including the summer of 2020, where they said all Americans were uh, racist. Now they're saying all Americans are anti-trans and are homophobes and transphobes. The Trans J of Vengeance is going to go ahead at the Supreme Court uh, on the first, uh, let's say, March 31st through April the 2nd. So starting Friday, 11 o'clock, and then on Saturday, uh, they are going to be uh, doing a Trans J of of Vengeance. The day after the mass murder of children by a trans shooter, restore. Okay, this is something else. But Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Greene just, by the way, posted the Antifa Flyer that says Trans Day of Vengeance is coming up and was shut down. Shut down by seven days. She said the day after the mass murder of children by a shirter, restore my account immediately. Now, the people who put together the Trans Day of Vengeance, by the way, uh, are saying that uh, vengeance means fighting back with vehemence. That's what it means. It, it is our battle cry to declare to the world that we are the transgender, non-binary communities will neither be silenced or eradicated. We're not asking that. We just don't want our children to be subjected to it. That's all. That's all. Let's go to uh, real quick. Uh, let's go to uh, Christopher in Catonsville, Maryland. K. Christopher, you got about a minute. Go right ahead, buddy.
8: Okay. Hey. Well, I just wanted to uh, say a quick happy birthday to Bob. Oh, and, Bob. Um, mention about um, the uh, the gun things. One scene in All in the Family sums it up for me. And uh, little Gloria is crying to Archie about we got to get rid of the guns and keep all the you know keep all the killing you know stop all the killing. And he says. Would it make you feel any better, little girl, if they was all pushed out of windows?
2: <laughs>
8: and that's it for me. That's that's good enough for me. That's that that's, that's
2: all right. All right, bro. I appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Vincent in Baltimore. Vincent, go right ahead, bro. You got about forty-five seconds. Go ahead.
3: Okay, he has got my speed up hey. Good uh, good good on you and everything. Here's the thing, as a veteran I handle many different weapons, but here's just something you need to know. The AR doesn't stand for Army Rifle or Assault Rifle. It stands for Armor Light.
2: Armor Light Rifle, yeah.
3: R-M-A-L-I-T. That's the name of the com- company that manufactured it in the 1950s. Put that on your website. And the other thing <laughs> is that there's only three categories of weapons that you can buy. I don't think you can buy an M6, uh, a 60-cal, 50-cal, or 30-cal. But the three categories are rifles, handguns, and shotguns. That's it. So we Mm -hmm. need to educate these numbskulls on this and then stand up to it and make sure that the world
2: knows what's going on. All right, brother. I appreciate it. Have a great day. Let's take a break. This is The Rob Carson Show.
7: You are on the go and need news now. No paywalls, no cable subscriptions. Just download the Newsmax app from your smartphone store. It's free. And watch Newsmax TV anytime, anywhere.
1: You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the world wide web. This is The Rob Carson Show.
2: And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday, one week out from Good Friday, and about nine days away from Easter, welcome to the show. I thought that since there's a lot of news to get to, I would open up the show by saying that my name is Rob Carson, uh, Kelly is my wife, and I like ice cream, Uh, actually uh, chocolate chip cookie dough. I heard there was ice cream here, and uh, I, uh, I've got a whole freezer of ice cream upstairs. Uh, really, I'm not kidding.
3: My name is Joe Biden. I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband. NIH and I his ice cream, chocolate chip.
2: Hey, chocolate chip. <laughs> I came down because I heard there was chocolate president chip President Doofy. <laughs> By the way,
8: I have a whole refrigerator full of Yeah, stairs. there you
2: go. That's great. That's great. Uh, Lenny from a Mice and Men is our president. So I'm sure you, as, uh, as I, the last, uh, oh, I don't know, about 15 hours or so, have uh, gone through a variety of, uh, of emotions. Uh, with regard to this uh, indictment of Donald Trump and the ramifications of said indictment. And I'll just point to what I said a week ago, Monday, I believe it was, I said, uh, bring it, arrest him, put him in cuffs, uh, perp walk him, do the whole deal. And I also called him, uh, I also called him Obi, uh, Trumpy One Kenobi, and I called Alvin Bragg uh, Darth Bragg. You uh, strike him down and he'll only get stronger. And, and oddly enough, I saw a couple pundits using that analogy last night on television um you know the democrat party has a knack of stepping into things uh whether by intention or otherwise i would venture to say this one has not been very well advised and uh, the reason being is a it's only going to make donald trump stronger as the uh, presidential contender and b alvin bragg chose uh, chose to do this the week of easter Okay, Now, uh, I am, of course, not making any direct connection to Donald Trump and the son of God, but isn't it funny that a a Democrat party that is so ungodly corrupt, that has been so exposed uh, with regard to it is absolute sickness, that they would choose to uh, put the uh, man on trial, who's the answer for all of this nonsense, on trial the week of Easter. And I made this uh, analogy on, uh, on Twitter this morning, and I also made another comment about it, and I am, a, uh, I am not a religious Christian, meaning I don't go to church as often as I should, but I am a uh, very, very serious Christian, and I take my faith very, very seriously. I come from a Jesuit uh, background. My mother uh, taught me a lot about speaking, about philosophy, about science, and about politics, and all can exist in the presence of the belief of God. And I just think it's uh, remarkable and meaningful for those of faith who turn to your faith for the answer to all of this nonsense that those who would destroy the country chose the week of Easter to go after the person who can save it. I just think it's very interesting, don't you? Yeah. Here's a number. It's eight hundred nine two two six six eight zero. I thought long and hard about what i would say today my initial reaction was anger and disappointment and worry and fear to some degree and then i had ai uh, won't say it was really uh epiphany it was just um, a reasonable response to how we should move forward and that is that uh we have to be joyful warriors i know it's hard to be joyful sometimes i really really do but I think that our best bet is to look at these people with derision, and we should do everything we can to humiliate and embarrass them. And then comes the warrior part, and be ready to fight defensively and be willing to, uh, to fight offensively, legislatively, and at the, box, and at the, uh, and at the uh, voting booth. That's what I think we need to do. Because I am not going to get down, I am not going to give up on this country. I know a lot of people are thinking that it is the end of the country or we're heading in the wrong direction. We certainly are heading in the wrong direction, but it is in with within our power to turn it around. It is within our power to turn things around. The Soviet Union fell because people had the will and the power to turn it around and not a single shot was fired we can do that here as well but we have to do it together we have to realize while we haven't endured much suffering in the last seven years including the last three years of a covid pandemic that was used to kill an economy and make people suffer and drive people into bankruptcy and injure our children for decades to come we have to look at those instances and learn from them and then move forward to prevent them from ever 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 happening again and I wanna thank the Democrat Party for shining a light on all of the malfeasance, all of the abuses and usurpations that you have committed. Because now they're out in the open. They used to happen in secret. Barack Obama in 2008 said he was going to fundamentally transform the United States of America the same year that he hung a Christmas ornament with an atheist on the Christmas tree. That ornament was of mousy tongue. If you think this is a Stalinist revolution in the United States, you'd be close. But it's really more Maoist than anything. And anyone who has ever lived in the former Soviet Union or the country of China knows exactly what I'm talking about. So I want to thank the Democrat Party. And I also want to thank God for showing us who the enemy is, how they want to take us down. And now I would ask that you show us a way to defeat it. And I believe that'll come. I I believe it'll come with uh, reflection. I believe it'll come with the aforementioned uh, derision of their movement and humiliation of their movement. And then we come together. Uh, as a population, both Democrats and Republicans, liberals and conservatives, to save the country. And if you're not here to save the country, and if you are here to turn the country into something that it was not fundamentally created to be, if you are attempting to convert the United States into a Maoist communist state, you are going to be defeated. And we are going to crush you that's what's going to happen but now we know that the democrat party if you and i'm going to just talk to you democrats right now did you know five years ago that your party was about racial division for a purpose in schools. Did you know that the Democrat Party wanted to introduce what is called critical race theory into your child's education so that kids of color would think they have no chance in this country? And that white kids should be blamed for all of it. Did you know that that was your Democrat Party? Did you know that your Democrat Party is completely down with the fallacy that a child can change his or her gender and that the Democrat Party is completely fine with taking the results of God's creation and attempting to bastardize them in a non-scientific and completely Uh, unethical and unimaginable horror as to try to convert a child to the opposite sex leaving them to walk the world as adults as tortured eunuchs did you know that was your democrat party Did you know that your Democrat Party is completely down with sex and sexuality being taught to children when they're four and five years old. Did you know that did you know your party was down with putting pornographic materials in children's libraries and then defending it. I'll bet you never had an idea about that. Did you. Did you know your party would be completely down with shutting down our country and suspending the First Amendment, including the right to redress your grievances against the government, your right to peacefully assemble, your right to speak, and your right to go to church? Do you remember that? If you didn't learn anything from that episode in history, which was just two years ago then step aside because you're not a serious person. Did you know that your Democrat Party was down with opening the southern border to everyone, and I'll just say it, every dreg of humanity? I'm not talking about hardworking people trying to escape totalitarianism. I'm talking about prisons being emptied. I'm talking about Chinese nationals. I'm talking about drug lords bringing over shiploads of fentanyl that have killed tens of thousands of our youth, the largest group of deaths as far as increase is 12 to 18 years of age. Did you know that's your Democrat Party? After everything that I've just said, if you are still, if you still believe in the Democrat Party as the way of the future, then you need to step aside. Will Donald Trump be arrested? Sure, possibly. Will it affect his electability yes it's making him more electable it's making him more popular he's pulling away from the pack and when he does return to the Oval Office he is going to bulldoze that swamp he is going to pave it over and then we together are going to rebuild it that It is what is going to happen, and that is why I have chosen on this Friday, the week before Good Friday, to be optimistic for the future of the country. And so I would like to play this to start the show
6: into the and then take
2: your phone calls.
6: The only president of the United States to be impeached for a second time. January 6th time. committee releasing its final 845 page report.
10: Former President Donald Trump has been indicted.
8: Remember this,
3: nothing worth doing ever, ever, ever came easy following your convictions means you must be willing to face criticism from those who lack the same courage to do what is right relish the opportunity to be an outsider embrace that label being an outsider is fine embrace the label because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference The more that a broken system tells you that you're wrong, the more certain you should be that you must keep pushing ahead. This is a party that wants an outsider badly. I continue to believe Mr. Trump will not be president. You must keep pushing forward. Never, ever give up. There'll be times in your life you'll want to quit, you'll want to go home. I can't do it. I can't do it. Just never quit. You will build a future where we have the courage to chase our dreams no matter what the cynics and the doubters have to say. You will have the confidence to speak the hopes in your hearts and to express the love that stirs your souls. And you will have the faith to replace a broken establishment with a government that serves protects the people. If they're not coming after me, they're coming after you. I'm just standing in their way. And I always will stand in their way.
2: 800-922-6680. Lots of audio from last night with regard to these uh, these charges that are fake and the backfire that is coming and the resurgence. In patriotism in our country to once again return us to being the greatest engine of individual and economic freedom in the history of mankind. 800-922-6680. This is the Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, the madness is upon us. Make your march a moneymaker with my bookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online at MyBookie.website slash Rob Carson Show. Use promo code Carson to receive a deposit bonus up to 1000 bucks. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at big money. If you're the type of person who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at a life-changing amount of money. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and win, like MyBookie. Remember, visit MyBookie online at mybookie.website slash Rob Carson Show. Use promo code Carson to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's mybookie.website slash Rob Carson Show. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie.
1: He's the best thing to come out of Iowa since Superman and Captain Kirk. It's the Rob Carson Show.
2: It is finally Friday, and uh, I am choosing to be optimistic. And I was thinking last night, I, I hate this song, by the way. I hate this song. But I, not this song that's playing, but this song right here. But then I thought, you know, uh, all of this, uh, all of these uh, uh, trials and tribulations of uh, Donald Trump with the COVID, uh, all of that nonsense, they have exposed what the left was uh, was doing to this country. And I don't like this song. The they have let the sunshine in. The sunshine. They've exposed their plan. know it now. We have a target. We know what they have planned. We have an idea how they want to do it. And now we can say that their plan is evil. It is despicable it is against the founding. It is against humanity. And every other time this plan has been instigated in the country, it has resulted in body pits. That's what has happened. Uh, last century alone. Remember when uh, when uh, Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping got together and he shook hands and everything? I did a little uh, meme about that, which is a picture with words. And I said, you know, the thing you need to remember when you see these two, uh, these two losers shaking hands is both of them last century, both their countries were responsible between 60 and 100 million deaths of their own people that should be enough to make you say we ain't going there all right so what i'm hoping will happen and maybe it's hope against hope is that these charges will be dem- dismissed uh, summarily we will see but regardless of what happens the guar- the the, the uh, democrats have guaranteed two things a that he will be able to run again. This has nothing to do with electability. Nothing that happens with these guilty verdict or guilty verdict with with the any type of uh, result of this trial will end up with Donald Trump not being able to run for president. And they also made him beyond just a candidate. They made him more popular than any person in politics, any candidate for president that we have seen in a very, very long time. Last night, uh, Glenn Beck was a little bit panicked at times, and, you know, he kind of does that. I do uh, respect and admire him greatly. He is a a phenom as far as talk radio. And here is uh, uh, something that I thought was very interesting that he said last night.
10: The reason why... This is going to um, help Donald Trump, and that's why I don't think they're doing it so he can't run. They're doing it because they want people to strike out. Please turn to God, repent, pray for our country, pray for peace, put on the full armor of God. But here's what's really what they miss. Donald Trump is not even a person anymore. He is a symbol. He is a symbol of the average everyday guy that keeps getting screwed every single time. Watches other people screw up big banks, screw up their companies and get away with it. They see people all the time doing stuff that they know if they did, they'd be in prison for 20 years. But because they're not part of the elite, they get away with it. Donald Trump has taken arrow after arrow, and that's why this is the way the average American feels tonight. Yeah.
2: Go to James in Catonsville, Maryland. James, welcome to the show and a good Friday to you, sir.
8: Rob, God bless you. you too, I just want to fill in the blank. You said Democrats. Yes, Democrats or Democrats or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> but the rhinos like in Maryland, that yes. governor that we got rid of all the republican rhinos i want all the people in america to know vote your conscience and your gut feeling these rhinos and the democrats they're destroying the country it was mccain who put the thumbs down that's why you have this uh obamacare it was uh Mitt romney it was mcconnell all those pieces of garbage they're the ones you got to throw out too yes sir it's and then the democrats will finally realize hey wait a minute the Republicans aren't as bad as we thought if they get rid of those clowns. Because like McConnell, I think he's part of the communist Chinese party himself.
2: Garbage. Yeah. J- James, I appreciate That's your phone party. call. I, you bet you, you bet you. And you know the thing is, and I and I said this about COVID. I said now we know who would uh, who would load people on the train cars. Uh, now we know who would uh, who'd be the prison guards. Now we know who would uh, spew the government propaganda. And we, they made it very obvious. We know now. Thank you, God for exposing this now we can fight it now we can fight it 800 6680 we've got a couple great guests today including mark meckler of convention of states new polling numbers show donald trump reaches the stratosphere as far as popularity this is the rob carson show
1: it's time to make common sense
10: common again it's the rob carson show Trump is not even a person anymore he is a symbol he is a symbol of the average everyday guy that keeps getting screwed every single time watches other people screw up big banks screw up their companies and get away with it He, they see people all the time doing stuff that they know if they did they'd be in prison for twenty years
2: you know i was looking for a a reason why i went through a good deal of suffering in the last Uh, three or four years, I had lost my job. I was out of work for a year and a half. My wife was going to leave me. I was in the throes of clinical depression and abuse of alcohol. I was uh, praying at night before I went to bed, God please help me or let me die before morning so my family can get my life insurance. And I said that I would come back. I said that I would do this and I had to sell cars for a living. I had to sell cars, and it's not easy to do in the Midwest, and I had to try to equal an income that I'd never made outside of broadcasting in 30 years. I had to reinvent myself to feed my family, and I did. And every day I'd go into work, and, and, uh, and fortunately I've had a healing in my life. I, have, uh, I had severe peripheral neuropathy in my feet, and if you have this in your feet, you know. It feels like one day that your feet are giant, numb stubs on the end of your legs, and on the days that doesn't happen, You just want them amputated. And every day I would put on shoes that felt like razor blades and I'd walk out into the snow to uh, clear off a car, bring it to the front of the dealership, spend three or four hours fishing, hoping and praying that I could bring a few hundred dollars home to my family. Most of the time I did not. But I did it. The suffering didn't stop. I continued my uh, de- my descent into depression, and then I had someone call me at the dealership, and his name was Chris Ruddy, and he said, "Rob Carson." I said, "Yes." He said, "Where have you been?" And I said, "I've been in an abusive relationship with Radio for twenty-five years," and he said. You're amazing. I want you to be a star. And I had a miraculous healing. Not soon thereafter, I had a complete turnaround in my life. Last year, I should have died. I have been cured of my neuropathy. I no longer drink. I no longer feel depressed all the time. I no longer ask God to let me go. Instead, I've embraced God. And I know that you've been through this. I know that you, many of you are suffering the same slings and arrows, and you're looking for an answer, and you're looking for a light, and realize there is light. There has to be light. That's why I had to go through this. Now we look at why our country is having to go through what it's going through. And I think some of the same things are happening. We've had to feel pain. We've had to suffer to see what the powers of evil are doing right now. And then no make no bones about it. This is no longer political. This is not Democrats and Republicans. Now, either one of those parties have sided on opposite sides, but this is a battle of good and evil. There's nothing good about aborting a baby right before birth. There's nothing good about convincing a five-year-old that they are the opposite sex and putting them on gender uh, uh, puberty blockers and subjecting them to surgery. There was nothing good about suspending the First Amendment for a virus that was harmless to most people. There's no good about that. So I can say unequivocally, this is a battle of good and evil. And I would venture to say, most of us will side with the good, and those who side with the evil will have to be defeated or will have to be pushed aside. Let's go to Paul in, uh, no, let's go, yeah, Paul in Cockeysville, Maryland. Hello, Paul. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Your thoughts, please.
8: Hey, Rob. Uh, Good afternoon. Yes, sir. Your opener today uh, brought a little thought to my head, and it's a minor thought, but uh, the, the plagiarist in chief identified himself as the husband of Dr. Jill. Yes. Well, that's that's a cute uh, line, but it's very reminiscent of President Kennedy doing the same thing uh, when Jackie Kennedy was so wildly popular around the world. He went to Berlin, and uh, after identifying himself as a pastry, picked <laughs> and Berliner.
9: Uh, yes, he said the same thing. I'm the, I'm the husband of uh, Jackie Kennedy.
2: Wow, that's, that' that's interesting. Uh, you know what? I remember that line now, and now it doesn't surprise me because Joe Biden has no original thoughts whatsoever. There you go. flavor <laughs>
8: and chief uh, And I was surprised., no, of course, I'm old, so uh, I actually remember these things. Yes, and, yes, yes, yes.
2: Uh... Hey, man, nothing, nothing wrong with age. I'm going to tell you right now. You, you may uh, it may take you a little longer to get out of a chair, but your brain works so much better. Except for if you're Joe Biden, <laughs> have a good one, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah, here is uh, Joe Biden, the uh, the uh, the President Doofy. I'm just going to call him President Doofy. Being asked about Donald Trump's indictment. And by the way, he should say that uh, this is not right. Uh, this has never been done before, if this sets a precedent for future uh, ex-presidents. But of course he didn't. Mr.
9: President, do you think that the
3: charges against Trump are politically motivated? I hope oh about wants
5: Trump
2: no comment you know and, and it's amazing uh so much more is said when nothing is said do you notice that have you noticed that uh, jimmy carter well he's really old and he's probably in you know he's infirm that's fine we'll give him a pass but bill clinton and uh, barack obama and george bush what about they what why are they being so silent through all of this well one of the reasons is barack obama is directing it duh <laughs> this is fundamental change people and of course bush he's part of a uh uh american royalty family that fell from grace and they've moved into the past but they're still down with all of this military industrial complex et cetera. i'm not going to get into it bill clinton obviously exists for only bill clinton hillary clinton you know she's uh she actually uh <laughs> she was a uh Saul Alinsky Acolyte. She actually did an internship with Saul Alinsky. Uh, here's a little bit more. I thought this was interesting. i play it again. This is a little bit more from Glenn Beck about what's happening.
10: I hope that there's a few republic or, uh, Democrats out there, but this guy has been taking the bullets for the average person now for years, and people on the right feel like he's the only guy that really gets what the f- people are feeling And it's uh, it's not going to it's not going to end well uh, for the Democrats in the next election. It's just not. I don't know if Donald Trump is the winner or not, but I will tell you this. You're not going to stop a hundred million people. Mm -hmm. This country is in shambles. And there's going to be a hundred million people that will walk on broken glass and through fire to vote for someone other than this corrupt banana republic administration.
2: 100%. And I'm not making uh, meaning to make this uh, exclusively a rah-rah for Donald Trump. I'm talking about the principle of what's happening here. The uh, willingness of one party to take our justice system, which has been a model of the world, and by the way, liberal justices forever have asked to bring European uh, uh, rulings into the court and whatnot, and many have said that the Constitution is flexible, it can change, and it can do all of this but when you reach a point where you can go someone go after someone by creating charges destroying their lives their finances and imprisoning them for political reasons then the country's over We have to pull us back from the brink. By the way, 46% of Democrats say the DA prosecuting Trump uh, would be an outrageous abuse of power. 46% say that, according to Rasmussen. 49% approve of bringing criminal charges against Trump in the Stormy Daniels-related case, while 47% disapprove. I would venture to say the 49% know not one single detail of the charges. They don't care. 78% of Democrats at least somewhat agree with that move. 46% actually believe that a prosecution would be an outrageous abuse of power by the DA who lets violent criminals walk as he pursues political vengeance against Donald Trump. Our federal government does not care about you and me. East Palestine, anyone. 59% overall at least somewhat agree it would reflect an outrageous abuse of power by a radical DA who lets violent criminals walk. There is more consensus when it comes to McCarthy's description of the Bragg case. 77% of Republicans, 46% of Democrats, and 55% of unaffiliated voters at least somewhat agree that prosecuting Trump in Manhattan would be an outrageous abuse of power. 74% of Americans believe that an indictment either helps him or will have no effect on the presidential campaign. Let's go to Rob in uh, Middle River, Maryland. Hello, Rob. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show.
4: Yeah. Thank you, sir. And uh, before I get on my squeal, I just want to wish you, even though I'm not in the mood, I'm kind of depressed over what's happening, I'm going to wish you a a holy and prayerful holy week for next week. Amen. Amen, amen, So here we go. I was going to talk about the press, but more to the point, I want to talk about voter ignorance and voter stupidity. I'm more angry with the voting public than I am with the politicians because of voter ignorance. Keep putting in the same people over and over, both parties, Republican and Democrat, both. Do you foresee a time when people will honestly wake up and re-vote Whitmer out of office, re-vote all these has-beens out of office, the Murkowskis, uh uh, I, I can't think of some uh, Republican names right now. Name a few who have uh, well, been there for like 20 years.
2: Uh, uh, well, Mitch McConnell, obviously.
4: Yeah, and uh, there's this one guy from Ohio. I just can't think of his name right That's now. That's
2: okay. I'm drawing a blank, too. Yeah, but I, I know that J.D. Blank. Vance is from Ohio, and he kicks ass.
4: But, yeah, he is. He's a friend. I'm, I'm talking about the same old, same old, because they recognize the name. Do you honestly, do you foresee a time when this stupidity and ignorance will stop?
2: Well, I think I've kind of said that we're at a turning point, Rob. Um, uh, There are always going to be ignorant people. There are always going to be stupid people, and they just can't lead anymore. OK, so do, do I think that we'll be able to recall any of these people? No. Do I hope that Carrie Lake is uh, is uh, uh, named the governor in Windsor court case? Hell, yeah, because she had the uh, election stolen from her. Do I hope that there is there are people held accountable for the abuses and usurpations of covid and of January the 6th? Uh, absolutely, I do. But the only ca- way we can do and the only way we can win is to inform ourselves, educate ourselves uh, and be ready to fight. Rob, thanks for the phone call, man. This is, uh, this is uh, the lawyer of uh, Donald Trump, Mr. Uh, Takapina, last, uh, this morning actually talking on NBC.
10: Have you been told anything about when this indictment may be unsealed and you and the rest of the public will have a look at what these charges actually are?
2: You know, not definitively,
10: Savannah, we're talking about early next week, um, but th- that day hasn't been set yet, likely Tuesday, but again, that's still to be determined.
2: Have they uh, have created over 30 charges, uh, paperwork uh, charges, menial charges, otherwise uh, these are, and again, this, this goes back to finding the person and then finding the crime. That is the antithesis of the American justice system. Have
10: you been told anything about the nature of the charges in this indictment
2: no I mean specifically no uh, we don't know how many counts we don't know what the the, the, the actual charges are um, but we do know it centers around uh, you know illegal legal very common confidentiality agreement that was signed years and years ago um, with uh, Stormy Daniels and between. I want to ask you yeah, this real question, uh, question real quick. And I asked this last night on Twitter, and this should be glaringly, glaringly obvious to anybody who's paying attention, although I've not heard it from anyone else. And that is, why would a man worth billions of dollars pay $130,000 for a confidential, confidentiality agreement with someone out of campaign funds? you got a man who's got millions of dollars in his checking account every single day. He's got liquid assets worth millions and millions of dollars. Why would he take $130,000 from campaign funds to pay off something that you and I, uh, well, it it would be a, uh, if we had the riches of Donald Trump, it would be a blink on your checking account balance. Why would he choose to take campaign funds to pay off that? He has this man is literally one time he was he was helped out he was he was leaving a campaign event his limousine had a flat tire some people stopped to help him and the next couple of days later they looked in the mail and found that Donald Trump had paid off their mortgage so do you suppose a man who could do that with the flick of a wrist would take one hundred and thirty dollars one hundred thirty thousand dollars which is nothing out of his campaign funds to do that and the answer of course is uh, absolutely not. Nonsense. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show.
3: I will take care of this. I will end this. I will make sure we have a plan. He got 81 million votes.
1: Yeah, right. It's The Rob Carson Show. Don't worry.
2: Coming up, we got some great audio from uh, the Trump family. First Led Zeppelin. <laughs> yeah. Even though they're English, uh, America is the home of rock and roll, and it's worth fighting for. One of the millions, myriad things that are worth fighting for. Nancy Pelosi uh, appeared to invert the U.S. justice system in a, a statement Thursday as she was reacting to news about the indictment. She said the grand jury has acted upon the facts and the law. No one is above the law, and everyone has the right to a trial to prove innocence. Um, yeah, uh, you're innocent until proven guilty. You harpy from hell! Oh, did I let that slip out? I'm sorry. I must have. How you let that slip out there? I meant Cruella Deville. No, I meant Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, that's what she said. Uh, Donald Wright. Ha- Donald Trump has the right to prove he's innocent. Hopefully, the former president will peacefully respect the system which grants him that right. Dear God in heaven, this is a woman who was the Speaker of the House in unju- absolutely honestly. Uh, I got to tell you, just incredible. This is. Alan Dershowitz talking with Sean Spicer last night. He is a liberal, and here's what he has to say about this case.
8: I think the most important thing is they indicted him when he was out of New York, and that means they could have indicted him within the statute of limitations when he was out of New York. Statute of limitations is way expired. They claim they couldn't have indicted him because he was outside of New York, but now they've indicted him when he's not in New York. So they've made a foolish, foolish decision, which will cause the case to be thrown out, I think, on statute of limitations grounds. what What is the next step? You make a motion immediately to dismiss on statute of limitations grounds and on the grounds that uh, the, the alleged crime doesn't fit the the misdemeanor or the felony. Now, I haven't seen the indictment, obviously, so I'm talking in general terms. But in general right. terms, you make a motion to dismiss on both statutory grounds and statute of limitations grounds, and the statute of limitations grounds should Prevailed. Now, the New York Court of Appeals has had very negative rulings on that, so it's impossible to predict what will happen.
2: Mm -hmm. All we got to do is wait and see. Be peaceful. Good wins.
5: There's something happening here. This is Jim Gossett, by the way. A banana republic we're near. Indicting Trump for no reason at all. It's got to end or we're going to fall. Think it's time to stop that big fat clown. Alvin Bragg, you're going down. (laughs) Come on! Joe and crooked Hillary should be in jail and never set free. would be nice, wouldn't it? For their crimes they never pay. But Trump's real by a Soros corrupt DA. It's time to stop. We're the witch hunts now, abuse of power we can't allow. Stop. Using grand juries there to punish go. all your enemies. Stop this insanity, or no longer will we be free. Yeah, we got to fight.
2: We got to fight. That, of course, is Jim Gossett. Now, coming up on the show, uh, we've got the of vengeance was canceled, uh, and they're going to try and passively aggressively uh, blame it on uh, people who uh, are Trump supporters and are against the uh, transgender nonsense being spewed by the left. They're they're trying to blame it on us, but uh, the fact of the matter was they were planning vengeance. They were planning violence, and they were going to get their asses hand to, to them. So we've got that coming up. AOC being, uh, <laughs> being taken on by TikTok. Brilliant, brilliant. And, of course, your phone calls as well at 800 6680 This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, it's Carson. If you don't know already, I am live in the famed Rush Limbaugh slot, noon to 3, Eastern Standard Time on talk radio stations across the country, and the replay of every show is available everywhere you find podcasts. Just search Rob Carson Show. Make sure to check out my TV show on Newsmax called Rob Carson's What in the World. Follow me on social media, and above all, don't catch the stupid. stupid.
0: It's our America. We built it. Courage. Freedom. Millions go to Newsmax when they need to know. Start today on the free Newsmax app. Newsmax is real
1: news for real people. Ah,
0: mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy.